welcome to Chasing the American Dream. I'm your host, Craig Tribal. And what we do on this podcast is, is I basically interview and talk with business people, entrepreneurs who are farmers, contractors, ranchers. I mean, really all kinds of different people. Uh, we do have one thing in common, and that is, you know, we are in some form or fashion involved with the Conklin Company. And picking up from our last episode, I visited with, with Renneth Berry part of German Roofing about how he kind of came to the company and got started. And we're going to continue on talking about the importance of mentorship and, and, and the networking you do, uh, meeting other contractors. So hi, Renis. Welcome back. Hi, Craig. How you doing? I'm good. 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 Um, so mentorship, I mean, obviously, you know, you haven't experienced contractor at your at your back um you know you're learning the ropes from him so you get a you you can get a a a daily dose of let's hopefully you know it's it's all hope it's positive mentorship positive feedback but um (laughs) you know sometimes working with family you know can be a little tough but um but you also you know you're going through the training you're going you're going and you're meeting other contractors in other parts of the country, um, how valuable is that to you and in, in, in gaining knowledge and understanding and, and basically building your business? Um, you know, meeting other I mean, uh, getting their feedback, um, what they think about, you know, as roofers, we talk about substrates. Substrates is a big thing. It's about what you're looking at substrates or different types of roofs that you look at. Um, uh, for, the, for the listening audience who knows nothing about roofing, uh, substrates is what's under what you see on the roof. It might be concrete. It might be metal. Um, it might be, you know, two by fours and plywood. I mean, there's, it, it's kind of what's, you know, when they, when they begin build the building or they're, you know, they're, they're putting that cap on there. What are we applying the roof to? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got to yeah, watch it, our fancy terms here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it uh, so we get on roofs and we look at roofs. You got to know, you know, what what is the base course of action for this? Is it a low sloped roof? Is is it sloped enough? Or we have a low spot. You know, where do we need to fill in here to make this thing run off the roof instead of have ponding water and stuff and, and meeting other contractors you get um, especially more experienced roofers than you are um, learning from them is very important because they have they have learned almost everything you'll learn in roofing so learning from them is very important listening is the main thing um, listening to every detail and you know where they come from where they started how they got to where they're at um, it's really amazing and you want to strive to be as good as them because i mean even mick makes a great roofer he he knows pretty much everything there is to know about roofing and it's all to have somebody there to help you and it's always there to help other people and that's what we're here to do we're here to help people you know when they want to get started roofing if they ever want to get started all they have to do is call us anybody that has any roofs whether you're in ag whether you're in any we're willing to help anybody that wants that needs help that wants help as long as you need it and we'll we will do everything in our power to help you 
Well, and I think that's one of the things that makes this opportunity so different than the run of the mill. Um, yeah. You know, most contractors and, and, and growing up uh, for me as, as, as a child and going up, you know, my dad was actually, my dad and my great uncle, they were in the ornamental iron business um, along with other things. But um, so, I mean, as, as a kid, you know, everybody else goes out and, plays and I go to the shop and, you know, bend scrolls and learn how to, you know, forge welds and do goofy things like that. Um, but, you know, I, I remember, you know, working on so many of the jobs and, and the relationships my dad built. But one of the things that I found interesting is he really built what I would call a me business. It was all centered around him, his skills, his ability his knowledge and, and the man had patents. So, um, we'll, we'll give him due credit, but he didn't dare let loose of certain pieces of knowledge and certain pieces of information because he didn't want, he didn't want to put all the time and effort into training someone and then watch them set up shop and become his competition. Um, and, Fortunately, the, the guys that did do that did that far, far away from, from where my dad was working. But so, so the old adage in contracting, you know, you, 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 you get what you can and you can what you get, you know, uh, you don't share, you don't tell, um, you, you kind of, you know, knowledge is power mm-hmm. and, and it's your power, but because of the way Conklin works with with being both a contractor and a distributor it's very easy to work with someone and bring them on board with the company and show them the ropes and and train them that you know this is a systems-based approach Mm -hmm. and if they want to go out and bid against you that's fine because you've you're a distributor and you've introduced them to the company you're going to earn commissions on what they buy so in a sense it's almost free money <laughs> you know it's like hey you bid on that great man love to help you <laughs> you know i'm gonna sit back and do nothing and, and make you know a little bit on this deal and, and the keyword is a little bit not not a you yeah. know not a whole but um it certainly changes that paradigm to where you can really get out there and, and work with folks and share and care and and that's got to help in terms of your face. I mean, you mentioned you know your you know your Christian Christian face. We're you know the tagline on this on this podcast is you know faith, family, uh, business, and freedom, or freedom of business. Can't remember which way I put that, but that that's really the tagline on there is that you know um, faith and family come before business and. Uh, you know, as you build relationships with people, they sort of kind of become family and, you know, it's, it's very easy to help them because, you know, you will benefit. Um, so, you know, have you qualified as a master contractor yet? Yes. I actually got it the first year this year preferred contractor. So you're now you're now a, excuse me a preferred contractor. It's no longer master. It's it's preferred. And you know, Mick and I talked about that. Not only is it you know a volume 
thing. It's also the quality of your work and, and uh, you know, your, your reputation of your business. There's there's more to it than I just bought a lot of stuff. Um, so, so you've qualified already. This is your first year. How long have you been, been working with Mick? I've been with Mick two years. Two years. So, so in basically two years, you, you, because of COVID, you've, you've transitioned out of the wool field into this business. You're making, are you making better money than you were in the oil field? Oh yeah. Way yeah. better money. Way better. Uh, you're around your wife and your kids all the time. And that's pretty important. Yes. Very important. How did you know? Since Taylor kind of grew up in the Conklin business, I mean, her parents were in the business, and 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 how? Uh, I mean, she's got to be happy that you're doing this. Is that is that a safe assumption? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She she was. Uh, I was kind of iffy at it at first because I didn't really know what I was getting into. But then the more I got into it, I was like, "Why didn't you tell me about this before I went to North Dakota?" <laughs> <laughs> she wanted you out of the house for a while <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you know I have, you know she's got two kids you're gonna need three yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a kid too i'm her third kid yeah yeah third kid <laughs> uh, so we're on the match con- or on the preferred contractor trip where are you going this year i'm going to miami florida we're going to trump Doral. oh wow so are you taking are you taking the kids along too yep Yep, we take the kids, the wives, and yep, we'll go up there and enjoy seven days up there. So it'll be it'll, it'll be the second time I've been. Um, of course, Mick's been a twenty-year preferred times. He'll be twenty-one this year. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're gonna keep on moving and keep keep adding to the list. So, so here's a question that goes through everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any out-of-pocket expense on this trip, or is Conklin putting the bill? Conklin's, well, we have pretty much all you have to do is your airfare, and then they pay for your stay and all that stuff, your food. I mean, it's it's pretty great. I mean, it, it really is something that, that, that's what I strive for. That was what I started wanting to do when I started. Wow. So you're going you're gonna to have seven days at Trump Doral, Miami, Florida. Yeah. When is that? I mean, I actually know, but tell the audience when is that. It's November 29th through December 3rd, which the second is my birthday. So, oh, even better. Even better. So, I know what I'll be doing while you guys are in sunny Miami, Florida. I will be roaming around the prairie feeding cows. That's right. That's, that's my, my zen, my excitement in life. Um, and, uh, you know, not everything motivates everybody the same way. I mean, you know, to me, being sent to Miami would almost be a punishment. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I kind of prefer my life out where, you know, the edge of the map. Yeah. And, and Conklin supports me well in that, in that function. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's, that's the important part, part of this. You know, we're chasing the American dream. Everybody's got a different dream yeah. of, of what motivates them. Mm-hmm. And I find it interesting when I survey the landscape and, you know, look out at different business opportunities, you know, it's like everybody's always out there. I mean, there was some dude in a coat, you know, a nice, a, a slick jacket 
with with a, an Italian sports car, palm trees, and a McMansion behind him. And and the cynic in me goes, you know, I wonder how what the day rental is on that sports car. Yeah. <laughs> and and the super cynic in me goes, golly gee whiz, I wonder if he rented the jacket too. <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, that's one of the things about Conklin that that is really different. Uh, one of my mentors has always said, "This is a working man's dream," and I don't mean to be sexist when I say that. It can be a working woman's dream as well. Yeah. Uh, sure. You know. Yeah. The the modern age, you know, your 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 sex, your gender, really, uh, really apparently doesn't matter in more ways than one. But in terms of Conklin, you know, we we you know anybody can succeed if they're willing to work. There are a lot uh, of Successful people in Conklin that are female that have helped the if a if a husband is successful then wife helping and you know it's it's a it's a do combo thing you have to both be in it to do I mean that's the most successful people is uh, married couples are very successful yeah, yeah. yeah that that is something I, I was actually going to bring up in a in a different podcast episode but we'll talk about it now. Uh, when you decide to be a distributor with Conklin, you, you do that as a, either an individual or a couple, um, not everybody's married. Um, but you, you do that at a personal level, you know? So if, if you are married, you know, and I'm talking to you even on the ag side about this, you know, I'm going to want both yours and your wife's involvement in signing that dotted line. Um, now, when we talk about roofing, Conklin is not naive. They do understand the business world at all. I mean, completely at all. Um, they they understand that, you know, as, as a, a business person, I'm probably going to have some for, form of a business structure. It may be an LLC. It may be a, maybe a straight corporation, maybe an S corp. You know, there, there's a lot of business structures out there. And, and though while you sign as an individual, you can do an income assignment back to your business property, your, that entity. Mm-hmm. And that way you, you maintain all the, the veiling and shielding you're doing in terms of risk management with, by having that business structure. Mm-hmm. And then when you're, when you're decide to retire and, and let your, you know, your son-in-law get involved in the business and you, know, you can kind of back off and go do some other things. And at that point in time, you know, that, that commission can move back to you personally mm-hmm. and you build a long-term residual income. Yeah. You know, you, if you, uh, you know, one of the things I tell my distributors on the ag side, if they can get, I don't know, five or six of their neighbors, working with them on this, on this ag side of it, you know, it can basically cover the cost. You know, they can earn enough off of that to cover the cost of their fertilizer, their, their input needs on their operation. Um, so you do have the ability as you bring in people on board to really build out that, you know, residual income, that long-term aspect. Now I know you've only been at this two years and you're probably not thinking that way, mm-hmm. But as you get older, it does matter. Yes. Because um, eventually you're going to want to come off the roof. Yep. 
Now, I don't ever want to get out of a tractor cab. That's fine. I'll be 90-some creaky years old out there, you know, scaring the crap out of everybody. You'll have, you'll have somebody with you. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but, um, and I'm kind of excited because, you know, honestly, you know, I guess Mick and I have more time to uh, to go farm. <laughs> and I and I do roofing, and then I come I come help get the farm equipment ready. So. Yeah, yeah, we're we're learning you know, on that score, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a different realm, but I'm all about learning. So, well, and that's something uh, you were kind of coming up on in this episode. You have forayed out into the ag world a little bit, yep. and I want to talk with you a little bit about that in our next episode. So, everyone, stay tuned for or, or tune in next week, the next week mm-hmm. for the episode. And we'll we'll talk about Rennes, Rennes the Roofers forays into agriculture. And once again, Rennes, if someone is listening and they want to know how to get a hold of you, um, what's what's the magic combination to find Rennes? You can call me at 405-584-9191, or you can email me at rennesberry at yahoo.com. All righty. Well, I'll, I'll bring you back for one more episode. and. <laughs> I look forward to talking to you then. All right. Bye.